0: Welcome to Beyond the Shadows, I'm author and ghost historian Mike Ricksecker, coming to you with a special little podcast here today, the Dark Season 3 Review, Uh, Dark, which has really become my favorite television show or, well, show on a streaming service, it's on Netflix um, I actually don't watch a whole lot of television. I just I stream the different services, so that's kind of how I handle that sort of thing. But um, yeah, Dark over the last several years has become my favorite, and you know, considering all the supernatural and paranormal topics that I get into, you can obviously see why. Um, I'm also going to be doing uh, more additional broadcasts of the podcast here uh, coming up. In the future, something that I kind of teased a little bit on the Haunted Road Media Patreon page. So, for those that are not already a member of the Patreon page, it's patreon.com slash Media. Beyond the Shadows, of course, is a broadcast of Haunted Road Media. So, you can also check everything out there, hauntedroadmedia.com, as well as, of course, my own site, uh, Ricksecker.com. So... Yeah, this is kind of going to be the first in a series of, like I said, additional podcasts coming up. Of course, we'll do the big weekly hour-long episodes, which we uh, broadcast live on the Edge of the Rabbit Hole YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com slash Edge of the Rabbit Hole, and then, of course, our main channel, YouTube.com slash Haunter Road Media. So this one, the Dark Season 3 review, I'm not going to... um, I'm gonna to try to stay away from spoilers here. I don't want to spoil it for those that haven't seen it yet or are um, interested in the series and you know want to you know be able to want to be able to see it without being spoiled. You'll will get some from season one, season two. There's there's no way to talk about the show without. Uh, talking about season one, season two, if we're going to be doing a season three review. So, sorry, I will be spoiling that for sure, but season three, I'm going to try as hard as I can to uh, to not spoil it. Now, where we left off in season two, of course, I was talking spoilers, right? <laughs> um, Martha had been shot by Adam, who is the older form of Jonas, and she died... And then all of a sudden, Martha shows up and takes Jonas away. And he doesn't understand how she's still alive. He asks where we're going, what time we're going to, since this is a time travel show. And she says, it's not what time, it's what world. And we've been sitting on that cliffhanger here for a year. And I was really... And for me personally, I was really skeptical of what might happen with the show. I mean, they've all all—they've already done such a fantastic job. It's like, oh my gosh, you guys are going to do parallel universes. Don't screw it up. Um, they very easily could have done so. Uh, the writers have been absolutely fantastic with the show uh, so far. So I had faith that they could pull it off without getting too hokey. And I think they did a really, really good job of that in season three. There have been so many other shows that have really bungled it. We will get into that a little bit here coming up. Um, but the the way that they were able to handle a, a parallel universe <clears throat> and pull it off successfully, um, it's a lot of juggling. And to be able to keep, for one, all the uh, concepts together, you're driving your plot, plus you have to keep the... Uh, you know, the character development uh, as a part of this, and they were able to really balance that out pretty well here. So, the parallel universe, and Claudia mentioned it in one of the uh, episodes in season two, where she said to Jonas, I've seen a world without you, and it's not pretty. So, that's what this parallel universe is is parallel world is a world without Jonas kind of we've been given the a world without wind in line here a couple of times this one is a world without Jonas and in a lot of ways it does kind of smack of it's a wonderful life um, where you know he he wishes he had never been born and then he gets to see a world in which he was never born and how that would have played out so we get to see that happen in a world without Jonas and if he had never actually been born and what that would look like. So we see um, that the characters in Winden, while their circumstances aren't necessarily just because, you know, Jonas wasn't born, it's, um, you know, they still had their, you know, many of their flaws and they played out um, in a number of different ways. And so they're dealing with those issues of like we've seen before, infidelity, but in different ways, um, you know, of murder and duplicity, but again, in different ways, and they're still trying to track down the missing children, but again, there are some different, uh, different tweaks on this, so, you know, we, in a number of ways, okay, we've always been given the line in the show the end is the beginning the beginning is the end and so we see this play out a a number of different times throughout this season and they they did run perilously close to being too repetitive at times within the show and if I had really one complaint about season three it's that there were there were some times where they got a little repetitive it's like okay it was fine saying that you know okay we got it once in season one we got it another time in season two you already said that in an earlier episode of season three. Why am I hearing it a third and fourth time in season three? Um, they did get a little repetitive, with some of the lines too much. Um, there's the battle between the, um, um, the light and dark. We get a lot of that back and forth like we were in season two where we're hearing, okay, one side is for the light and one side is for the dark, and we're hearing that a number of different times throughout season three and you don't really know which one is light and which one is dark because they both have everybody's flawed so they each have their light and dark sides so which one is truly light and which one is truly dark I'll let you decide that when you watch it but back to the parallel worlds for, for just a moment um, before we move on with some other uh, topics of discussion here if you have watched dark numerous times here over the last couple years i mean i can't tell you how many times i've watched both seasons um of course i've watched even season one many more times than season two so combined i mean i've probably watched it like 20 times uh between the two seasons so when you watch season three within this parallel universe um many things are backwards twisted moved around and so it really screws with your head um that that entire first episode most of the first episode is in that parallel world and it really messes with your head not just from dark does that with you anyways where it really screws with your mind and you really have to think through the show. It's definitely not a show for somebody that's just looking for a casual watch. Uh, this is a show that makes you think. And so, um, throughout watching this, I did watch it all within one day, but you had to kind of take breaks between, you know, some episodes. It's like you could watch two, take a break for a little while, step back, and then come back. Uh, but that first episode really screwed with my head because of how they had moved so many of the set pieces. And it's just, you know, and many times it's just mirror image, uh, mirror images. And that was enough to make my head spin. So, you know, I was kind of crossing my fingers, hoping it was just the one episode, even though there's really a lot of interesting things that they did with it. It was like, okay, I just, I can't take the mirror images <laughs> anymore. Cause it's like, you're walking into somebody's house. I know how it's supposed to be set up, but the mirror image was, was screwing with me. So um, they do visit that uh, parallel world throughout the entire season, but it's primary, it's primarily focused on in the first episode. And then we get moving back into the other time frames, back into our normal world that we're used to. And, um, in cleaning up some of these, uh, some of these storylines, which I thought they did a really good job of. Um, that's something that with a lot of these shows, uh, that are like this, where they failed to, um, Tie up loose ends, and yeah, there's a couple of loose ends that are still out there, but Dark made you could tell they made a point that we're going to tie all these different things up. Um, They did a lot of that in episode 6, and basically episode 7 was it seemed like it was strictly focused on that. We're going to go into all of, and not even just the necessarily 33 year jumps that they usually do, but we're going to jump like from year to year to year to year. And they go back and forth through this. Um, They stick it like in your face. This is the year that we are going to and we're going to see to to clean up all these storylines, to fill in the gaps for you, they do a fantastic job of filling in so many of those gaps that you're not left scratching your head at the end. Yeah, well, what about this? Well, what about that? It's gonna be a couple, you know. They they can't clean up every single little loose end, but um, I relate this show a lot to my experience with Lost. Lost was my favorite all-time show for for many many years. Dark has now superseded that. And Lost did a great job of screwing with your head. Um, It had the deep uh, character stories for uh, many, many seasons. Um, And they had all the secrets on the island that were going on. And it seemed like for every time that they answered a question, you would be asked two more. And where Lost failed was they had so many loose ends by the time the final season came, they were nowhere close to tying up um uh, so many of those and in the final season where ultimately loss loss failed on the final season you had to in order for it to make sense and i understand what they did um and i understand the storyline as it's as it exists um but you basically had to be a you know a lost geek to really understand what the hell just happened um you know for uh, I'm not even gonna say for the casual viewer because Lost was not a show for the casual viewer, but somebody who had been paying attention to the show and watching all seven seasons um, would be like, okay, what the hell just happened? You basically had to be in, you know, listening to and involved like the Lost podcasts and the the forums like Lost uh, Lostpedia and, you know, places like that to really get a grasp of, okay, this is what like with The Lost Podcast, those were from the producers of the show to to really understand this is what they're thinking and this is what they have explained on the show. Um, and even though they kept saying that, you know, and this was their excuse was, well, they we kept telling everybody that what happened happened. Well, I know you bashed everybody over the head with that tagline for like three seasons but they still didn't get it because of the imagery that you're that you're showing them at you know for the final season nobody understood what the sideways world was supposed to be unless you looked it up online read some articles and interviews and listened to the podcast <clears throat> that's where loss failed and they kept introducing new concepts in the final season when they really needed to be wrapping everything up and dark does that but it's like a handful not like a crap ton, like Lost was doing, um, and Lost was doing stuff like, you know, we're gonna, like the lighthouse, um, we're gonna introduce this lighthouse, and give it all this functionality, and it does this, and you're gonna find these secrets, and, and, um, I think it was Hurley asked, you know, why didn't we, uh, find this lighthouse before, and Jack was like, well, maybe because we, you know, weren't looking for it before, maybe it was vice versa, and it was, those two that were talking but that was the excuse that they gave it and it was like okay that was just that was a really lame excuse dark doesn't do that yes there are there are some additional concepts and ideas that they give you in this show but they don't spin such a large web around it that they can't bring it all to a conclusion they give you these ideas and they keep it really tight within this season they don't let it get too far and so, yeah, we do have we do have a new nemesis. Adam did talk about this nemesis in season two. There's some additional bad guys here. Um, if you want to call them bad guys, because again, it's it's kind of, you know, what's your take on it? which is really the light, which really is the dark? Um, or is there some, is it just a big gray area, so that's kind of uh, what Dark explores here in a lot of different ways, but um, you know, keeping in all the ideas of the different uh, causal loops, and you know, there's so much philosophy behind this show, it's, you really have, you have some homework for you, (laughs) it really is what it comes down to, I mean, you, everything's basically explained within the show, but it causes you to question a lot of these ideas and concepts uh, about time travel, about how time really works, if you know things are all happening together at the same time. Can the can the future really affect the past and things like that? And while the show answers all those questions within the show, um, for those that want to learn more, it gets you asking those questions in your mind so that you can go and explore more. Um, so I will say that um, that idea going all the way back to season one, they do a great job of tying all the seasons together. I mean, it essentially had this idea written out before they even started filming the show. Um, but that idea of the Triketa does again play into season three. Of course, it's always there with us. But what I really like about Dark again the idea of the beginning is the end of the end is the beginning they do keep it all flowing together so that you know these concepts that they introduced in season one they're not throwing them out by season three like any of the new concepts that they introduce it's not it's not totally brand new it's what was introduced in season one but you didn't think of it this way before you got a twist on it in season two. Season three gives it an even, you know, deeper twist. So you're like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, that was a concept that you gave us, you know, a couple seasons ago. And you've continued to carry that forward and you've given it a new twist. But at the heart, it's still the same idea. So they've done a really, really good job with that. And, of course, dark strengths really do play um, into the character story and that is something with with Dark that I've really enjoyed, that it's not just you know, sci-fi geeked out, you know, we're we're time traveling all over the place. It's it's not about the time travel, and I think that's where I think that's where a lot of early viewers that skipped out after like the first, you know, I don't know, 30 minutes of the first episode, they didn't give it much of a chance you know, I'm not sure what they may have been looking for. A lot of people started watching Dark because they heard it was like Stranger Things for adults, or like Stranger Things, but darker. And so they were looking for some of those um, immediately in-your-face ideas uh, from Stranger Things to be there in Dark right away. And what Dark does at first is it gives you that character development, those first couple of episodes. You you get some stuff, Michael, Kills himself. You get the, um, you get the the cave doing strange stuff, making strange noises. The lights are flickering. Birds are falling out of the sky, and and Mickle disappears, and you have the missing children. So you have a mystery going on. But it spends a lot of time with the character development. But that is one of the show's strengths. It's not just about skipping through time, and you know making you think about how time, space, dimensions, and the universe works, but it also makes you think about um, interpersonal relationships with people and how people's lives are actually intertwined, that it's not just space and time, but also people's lives that are connected. Talk a lot on um, Hunter Road Media and on the YouTube channel, in my books about the connected universe, it's something that we're definitely getting deeper into, Dark absolutely dives into the connected universe. I mean, the straight-up tagline, you know, everything is connected, and all these people's lives are connected, not just time and time travel. So I definitely recommend Dark Season 3. If you haven't even seen Dark yet, uh, please, by all means, go ahead and watch it. It is an absolutely phenomenal show um they did an uh, absolutely amazing job just from you know the the actors were fantastic um the cinematography is amazing and the casting to get all of these people all these different you know you're talking three different times moments of their life so you have to have three different actors for the same character at three different points in time and to get them not just Looking extremely similar you can buy into yes, this is that person 33 years down the road But they're also all great actors too. Now. Uh, it was a phenomenal job that they've done with this show So, um, I think that dark has really set the bar a lot higher for sci-fi shows going forward I mean, I'm basically any show that I see now that's uh, Some sort of sci-fi or has time travel uh, Involved with it or whatever. I'm gonna be comparing it to dark um to straight up that that's where the bar has been set now is with dark. So definitely go check it out. And of course, check out everything that we have going on at Hunter Road Media, Hunter Road Media, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Hunter Road Media. We just did last week, a uh, episode on time travelers. We did a deeper dive on the edge of the rabbit hole in the beyond the shadows, uh, show out there. So that's youtube.com slash edge of the rabbit hole. Uh, this week, you know, or probably by the time that you listen to this, <laughs> uh, we will be covering paradoxes. So we're kind of keeping on that dark theme. So with the time travelers, there's a lot of uh, of the paradoxes within dark as well. So we're going to be covering uh, different types of, of paradoxes and uh, we're going to be keeping on this, this topic for quite a while. So please go ahead and check it all out and we will talk to you again next time.